Hello. 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 We're recording our first joint episode of Sex Time. Is this uh, on speaker? I think so. Is yours on speaker? I can't get mine to not be on speaker. Mine's on speaker too, so I think we're just going to have to deal with it. Is that okay? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Um, So the purpose of this thing is to kind of introduce what we're doing and um, find out what we know about the shows that we have recommended for each other. And I don't know to see where it goes. I don't really have any plans. This will be the least planned thing that we record, I think. I think this will be the least planned thing that you ever do in your life. That's definitely not true. (laughs) So to start with, I've recommended for you to watch Sex in the City, and you've recommended for me to watch Adventure Time. So with that, I wanted to find out what you already know about Sex in the City. Have you seen any of it? What are your impressions of it? Et cetera, et cetera. I have not seen any of it. I have heard of it. I know that there are four women. They are white women. They live in a city. The city is New York, and they have sex in the city. Anything else you know about it? The women are different types. Like, I think they're supposed to embody the id, the ego, and the super ego, and something else, maybe? I think that you are applying much more purpose and deliberate characterization than the series did. Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, have you... You've never seen any of it, and I find that improbable, but you've never, you do you even know who's in it? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. And three other ladies. Very good. Yes, there are four, and they do not duplicate actresses for separate parts. And there are men in it. One of the men is called Mr. Big because of his penis. Sure, we'll go with that. Well, uh, to give you some things to look for when you're watching this series, um, it is uh, kind of a trailblazer in the sense that it was one of the first things on television that had women speaking that frankly about sex and things around that topic, relationships, friendships, etc. And another big thing about it was that it was kind of aspirational a lot of women um, would have parties where they would make cosmopolitans and then dress up for each other not even for men so it was kind of a cultural phenomenon and some would say it was feminist and some would disagree with that well that's good I'm glad I'm watching this (laughs) well do you have any questions about sex in the city? I I don't even know what to ask, honestly, at this point. <laughs> Is it good? Is it any good? I think there are parts of it that are very insightful. I think there are parts of it that are also very frustrating. I loved the show for a period in my life where I was probably my early 20s. And then I became frustrated by some of the things in the show too. So I think it occupies a a point of nostalgia for me. I haven't rewatched any of it in a really long time. So I'm kind of interested to see 
how it holds up with my evolving worldview surrounding like women and feminism. Is it on Netflix or how are we doing this? I think it's on Amazon Prime, but I'll get you the episodes some way or another if it's not there. Okay. Uh, The NSA or whoever is monitoring this, I am not going to do anything illegal. Wink. (laughs) Uh, Well, Adventure Time is all on Hulu except for the very latest episodes. But by the time they're not the latest episodes, you'll have gotten to them. So they'll be on Hulu. (laughs) So for Adventure Time, this is probably my favorite show what do you know about it why do you think it's my favorite show well I've seen some of Adventure Time um, so that puts me at a little bit of an advantage relative to the reciprocal agreement that we've made here so what I know about Adventure Time is that it is a it's a children's animated program that is uh, surreal and and kind of weird but also very um, there's a lot of profound moments in it and it speaks to a lot of issues that might not be typical for children's shows like like loss and things like that. Um, I think that you like it because it's very cute, but I think it also is kind of like emotionally resonant for you. Is that right? Yeah, it's, that's a good summation. So I, um, I have seen some of the, the episodes that we'll be starting off with. But I haven't watched them for a while. So I know that there's uh, Jake the Human Boy. Nope. No. Oh, my God. What is his name? Finn. Oh, my God. Do you hate me right now? Uh, I'm disappointed. Okay. Finn the Human Boy. Jake the Dog. And Mm -hmm. he can stretch and make a lot of things out of his body. And and there's Princess Bubblegum and she does science. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Finn likes her a lot, right? Uh, d- yeah. Okay. Um, there's also a raincorn, which is rainicorn. Rainicorn, which is a rainbow unicorn who speaks Korean. Kind of. Okay. So to kind of give some context for this, we had months and months ago. I had suggested that we watch we watch Sex in the City together as somebody, me, who watched it and liked it, and you as somebody that I think would probably not like it, but I just wanted to hear your reactions to it. But to kind of level the playing field, you suggested that I watch Adventure Time in a, in a kind of exchange for this. So why did you suggest Adventure Time instead of another show that might be a little more similar to Sex in the City? I don't like shows that are similar to Sex in the City, probably. <laughs> Adventure Time is my favorite show and I've asked you to watch it and it's so important and you haven't watched it. And if this is what we have to do, then this is what we have to do. Now, if we were going to go with favorite shows, I'd make you watch Gilmore Girls, but there are plenty of podcasts about that already. I think you'll have much funnier stuff to say about Sex in the City. So something that you should know about Adventure Time since it it takes a while to ramp up. Uh, It's really at the end of the fourth season that it starts being broader and more impactful. Well, I guess that's not true because they bring the lich in pretty early and he's scary. Anyway, so the voice actor who plays Finn ages. They keep the same voice actor. So as Finn ages, so does the guy who voices him. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, it's going to sound like little kid voice because it is. Uh, The other thing is that as Finn grows, the world becomes much 
less black and white. He starts out as a hero who's he's a good guy. He wants to fight the bad guys. Um, then as he ages, the world becomes more complex as it does for all of us. And I think that's very resonant. That is, that's a lot like the other television shows I do like where there is kind of a natural evolution of characters. I, I don't want to um, overstate this, but I think you might see some of that evolution within the characters in Sex and the City. Please don't overstate that. <laughs> well, I mean, they are women who are on the, on the cusp of being middle-aged towards the end of the regular series. And there's a lot of things that happen in a woman's life when they approach certain junctures that are very real, even if it's taking place in this kind of highly stylized, absurd environment. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Actually, I don't know, but I think that the age that the show starts at might be, if at least for one or two of the characters, the age that we're at right now. You know, I used to think middle age was like when you hit 30 and 40, and now I think middle age is at, at least 60. Hmm. I think for women, menopause might be the big indicator of that, and that starts usually in the early 50s. Mm-mm. There's one character on the show who is a bit older than the rest of them, and she hits some of those life changes well before they do. But there are other things, too, like questions about motherhood and marriage and things like that. That Oh, my God. Well, some women want to be mothers. That's fine for them. They should just do that. And some women decidedly don't want to be mothers. That's fine for them. They should just do that. Yeah. But no, I don't think that the, the show's prescriptive about that. It, I think it does a pretty good job of demonstrating the different ideologies about women making decisions on motherhood for themselves. Yeah. This was a cultural <laughs> phenomenon. I remember when the first movie came out, um, my parents and I were out to dinner with my brother um, for like one of their birthdays or something like that. And it was at a restaurant that was really close to a theater that was playing it. And there was a group of women who were out and they were like dressed to the nines and ordering cocktails. And I know that they were on the way to see that movie. And one of them was like, I'm the Carrie. And one of them was like, well, I'm definitely the Samantha. And it, it was a thing. I would be Carrie at prom. That's a different Carrie don't care you wouldn't be covered in pig's blood though you'd be covered in the blood of an actual man yeah that you'd killed yourself Mm -hmm. do you have a character on um, adventure time that you identify with i mean i aspire to bubblegum i'm not not that sciencey but she's just so hardworking and driven and despotic but she she tries to work on herself so I guess Bubblegum is aspiring to be a better version of her, and I'm aspiring to be Bubblegum. Cool. I definitely know your despotic side. No, you don't. I've witnessed it. I haven't, thanks to your benevolence, I haven't truly experienced the, <laughs> the receiving end of it. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I had at different points in my life thought that I was different characters on Sex and the City, but I also feel like four is a very restrictive number considering the different, I don't know, the multitudes of personalities that women have. Imagine that there's more than four archetypes for women. 
So of them, I'm probably like a hybrid of everybody except Samantha. That'll probably make a lot of sense. I've got sort of the dipshit personality of Charlotte, the um, pretentiousness and the snob, sarcastic side of Miranda, and the kind of like fierce independence of Carrie, in the sense that I live alone and I'm probably not going to bend on that. I just, I just cannot wait to hear your impressions of this. <laughs> you know, in, in Adventure Time, I guess I do identify a little bit with Huntress Wizard. I don't know Huntress Wizard. The Adventure Time universe is expansive. So you'll get a chance to meet and see a lot of characters. I mean, they've got whole episodes where you don't really hear from Finn and Jake. Is there anybody on Adventure Time that you could see me identifying with? yeah but you won't like it which one is it oh my god it's lumpy space princess no i was never as spoiled as lumpy space princess well she she's not that spoiled either she's becomes incredibly independent it are you saying this just to hurt me no (laughs) lfp is actually one of the funner characters on the show are you saying that I'm fun? I I do think you're fun. Oh, I don't have it on recording forever and ever. <laughs> now you have to admit that you're small. I'm I'm slight but powerful. So when we were shopping for clothes one time, a woman came up to us and asked us if there was a difference in petite clothing, not just in the length of them, but like in the shoulders and stuff like that. And Notably, she was asking Badger because Badger is shorter than I am. But Badger answered, do you want to say what you said? I don't know. I'm a normal sized person. How tall are you? Five, seven. No, you're not. You're like eight inches shorter than I am. And I'm only five, ten. Five, three. Okay. You're seven inches shorter than I am. I just, I just need to have this so that. What is the point of this interrogation? I just need you to know that you aren't as... I I need you to know that you're not literally as tall as you think you are. You are a... uh, Why do you need me to know that? I don't know. I just... Because I have felt so weird because of how tall I am that I feel like you're appropriating my height. (laughs) (laughs) You, You have a personality that is you know, leaps and bounds more expansive than most people I know, but you do fit into pitchy clothing. And I just need you to know that. Well, clothing is stupid. I hate the clothing industrial complex and size is dumb. You are going to love how Miranda dresses and you're going to hate how everyone else dresses in this show. Does Miranda wear convertible cargo pants? She probably would on a weekend. She dressed very unflatteringly. It take place on the weekends? It takes place all the time, but I think there are times that you're going to... You know how there's jumps in, in time where they go over the things that are not going to be very interesting? So I imagine she probably goes on a few hikes at some point, and then it's just not a thing. It's I not, don't... Not a thing. What is not a thing? That it's not, like, important to the story, so it doesn't get covered. Okay. There's parties at the Hamptons. There's 
lots of like dinner. I know what the Hamptons are from 30 Rock. Ina Garter lives there. Ina Garten. She's not in the show. There are some celebrities. Are there? I think there are people who do cameos, but there's not many people who are like actually celebrities identified as celebrities. Is John Hamm in it? I don't think so. But I I feel like he could have been. So one of the first things that I saw him in was actually um, Gilmore Girls in like the third or fourth season. And that was one of his, I think, first acting jobs. He had like three lines. And most of this show was filmed before then. So he probably wasn't really a thing at that point. When did Sex and the City air? Like how long has it been um, off the air? Well, it's been off the air. So it started like late 90s early 2000s there is an episode that is a little love letter to new york after 9-11 happens because that was expected of shows at the time of course i think it went off the air around like 2004 maybe a little before then and then there were two movies afterwards which were of questionable quality and if i can get you to make it through this whole thing then we can just sit and eviscerate the movies together I didn't think I'd... Do I have to watch the movies? If I watch this show and I don't like it, do we have to still watch the movies? There's no Adventure Time movie equivalent for me Mm. to make you watch. But there's more Adventure Time than there is Sex in the City. It's good. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll, we'll, um, We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You're not gonna like this show. You're gonna love Adventure Time. So... If, if you really hate Sex in the City, what can I do to make it up to you? Let's get it on tape so I have to be bound to it. I don't know. My time is so precious. I can go on hikes with you or I can, um, I don't know. what What is valuable that I could even do? I'm very useless. You could drive us up to Lost Lake in the summer and come swimming with me. Is that the the hike where I drive all the supplies to the end of the trail that you take and then you hike the trail and I'm just there waiting for you? No, that's Wadham Lake. You still want me to do that? We can do that too, yeah. Yeah, and then I don't have to do the hiking. I can do the driving and then we can all hang out and make s'mores. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do the driving. um, Then you'll have to drive me back to the trailhead. Then you get the camping spot all set up and then I can treat it like a day hike. Okay. And then at some point... Again, I get to go shopping with you. Well, yeah, we have to do that. I need more work shirts. So tell tell the listeners of Zero who, who has picked out your entire wardrobe. Kelly's picked out my entire wardrobe. We go to Goodwill and I get Nordstrom style concierge service and she dresses me like a doll. It's, it works out so well for both of us. Mm-hmm. I get to experience shopping for somebody who is very easy to dress off of the rack. And you get to just kind of go into a fugue state and walk out of a dressing room. And then like five minutes later, if it's all good, we just, we leave the store and never speak of it again. Yeah. I've gotten some great jackets, pants, shirts, everything. And sometimes I can spot on the rack a good like Columbia or Mountain Hardware or Icebreaker. 
something or other. These places don't know what they have. No, they don't. Got like a ninety dollar icebreaker shirt for eight bucks. Can you hear Nala drinking her water right now? No, (laughs) she's very loud. I'm kind of surprised. So, I think that kind of wraps up the portion where we we don't really know what we're doing yet, but we're gonna give it a shot. So the the next time we talk like this, uh, we'll have watched the first episode of Sex and the City and the um, the first two episodes of Adventure Time because they come in in a pair because they're short, like 11 minute episodes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I have a quick question. Yeah. Why, why, does the, why are we doing this? What's our end game? Our end game is to have fun. Okay. And I... Um, when you talk about things that you dislike, I find it really funny. So I just kind of want to uh, increase how much I get to laugh with you. What's an example of that? Because I don't know what you're talking about. I love everything. That's absolutely not true. I can't even think of examples because it's just kind of like a constant stream of vitriol you have for um, not people because you consider animals people, but human people in specific um people who let's just be totally clear anybody who exhibits any like racist sexist white men not just white men though white women too oh yeah i'm a white woman why don't you hate me because you're so woke i'm half white so you understand? No, I, I have like those sympathies. You understand the plight of the white person. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Twitter. I can't find my emoji that matches my hair and my skin color. <laughs> it's true. I don't have black hair. <laughs> I was on Twitter earlier, and somebody posted a GIF of um from uh, Arrested Development when Job has that puppet and he sings the "It Ain't Easy Being White," <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Oh boy. People don't know this is satire, but no, I, I consider myself to be a white person who tries really hard not to be like a lot of other white people. And then if I'm being like another white person, I trust you to tell me so I can fix that shit. Yeah. And I'm not perfect. So you can tell me things also, if you want, like those pants don't work on you. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's why I pick all of them out so they all work on you. Yeah, we need to go to JC Penny. I only have two pair of work pants. I'm hoping nobody's noticed so far. Nope, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody does care. Next weekend is shopping weekend. Is it? Are we shopping after we go to the Grange? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. We're going to the Grange. Probably. I we think don't need to tell cut people why. This part out of the podcast because this is boring. No, nope. we're just talking about our next weekend plans. I'm, I'm leaving the whole thing, and next weekend is probably when we're going to actually talk about the first episodes. Oh yeah. So we'll uh, get that all scheduled. We'll put it in our bullet journals, and we will sit and be students of television and find some very insightful things to say about these things. Okay. Okay. Well, it was really good talking to you, Badger. It was fine. Whatever. Talking on the phone is so weird. I know. Like, why can't we just text a podcast? Because that would be a blog, I think. Mm. Mm. 
Well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'll text you in like 30 seconds. Bye. Bye.